On the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Man, the rumors are swirling in the world of college football, college sports in general. Uh, we already know USC, UCLA have moved to the Big Ten as of 2024 coming up. But then, of course, we, as we pointed out in the first segment, reports of the Big 12 trying to raid six Pac-12 teams and then rumors of a loose partnership between the Pac-12 and the ACC. We're joined now by Sean Callahan. Sean, good morning. What do you believe of any of those rumors going forward uh, post the USC-UCLA decision last Thursday to join the Big Ten? I think what I probably believe of that is Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, Colorado, um, to the Big 12. That makes sense to me. I, I really think um, when you look at things, is if Oregon is really trying to get out of it to either the Big 10 or even the SEC is um, what they wrote in the Portland newspaper this week. Um, you know, I, I just have a hard time seeing Phil Knight left out of one of the big two. Like, Oregon and Nike are going to get in one of these conferences. I, I, I truly believe that um, because Phil Knight is not going to let it happen. So those other teams know that. Um, and if I'm those four teams I mentioned, that big 12, if they could get in there with those other uh, 12 teams they've added, I mean, think about it, Cincinnati, BYU, mm-hmm. Oklahoma State, Baylor, Central Florida, Houston. I mean, that's a pretty good league on paper, um, Baylor, um, when you break it all down. What becomes of Oregon State and Washington State? And I think Stanford would be left out of the cold cow. What becomes of those? Yeah, what becomes of those teams? That's a great question. Um, You know, Oregon State and, and Washington State. You know, wouldn't surprise me if if they landed in the Mountain West or if they tried to kind of keep the Pac-12 alive and invite some of those teams to the Mountain West. Um, but with, if all these teams leave the Pac-12, it's hard to imagine the Pac-12 year in existing anymore. Um, but <laughs> Cal is kind of a wild card, um, what their value is. Uh, they haven't been dominant in any of the main sports in a while, even though they're in a great location. Stanford is interesting because the Big Ten already has a Stanford, Northwestern. Mm-hmm. The SEC has one in Vanderbilt. Uh, the ACC has one in Duke, and clearly the Big 12, for whatever reason, is not a fit for them. Um, so where do they go? I mean, do they go independent? Yeah, they um, could. And, it, and it, that seems the most logical route. Um, then maybe their basketball team would play in that league with Gonzaga, the West Coast Conference. I don't know. That's just I'm just throwing it out there. Uh, but they do seem like they don't have a home at this point. Okay, Sean, now just talk as a college football fan. I'm going to ask you this question. You're a fan. And you're cons- and you're interested in the health of college football. What is your concern about Big Ten teams and SEC teams receiving end of the year payouts, media payouts that approach 100 million, which is probably going to be in the neighborhood of 30 to 50 million more than I don't know if the Pac-12 were to survive those schools more, you know, 30 to 50 million more than the Big 12. Is that does that gap concern you? Um, it's it's loaded. The market has spoke. I, I think the biggest thing, Sip, is you know when you get that much more money year over year, it's hard to spend it um, within a state <laughs> university system. So yeah. how is that money going to get to the players? I mean, I think that's the next step we're going towards. If 
you see an increase of thirty to forty or fifty million dollars in these annual payouts, you know, I you know, I, I think are you gonna see more private planes to, to get to these games um versus commercial? Um like the baseball team, for example. I mean you have to fly commercial everywhere. Well, sports like that get charter, uh, but the players getting paid and, and, and figuring out a way to get yeah. this money to the players in, in, in a way that makes sense. I mean, I, I think there's a lot of things that come to mind because how many more facilities can you build? How many more assistant ADs and leadership positions can you have in an athletic department? I mean, do they really need to expand these things? How much more do you need to be paying assistant coaches than they already are? So some of that money, I think, has to find its way to the players if it's going to get that high. Take us back to last Thursday, Sean, when we find out the news that USC, UCLA are joining the, the Big Ten. I'm curious your initial response, and now that you've thought about it for a couple of days, in the overall fit in the conference, do you, I mean, how does this look for the Big Ten going forward with them in the conference? You know, for Nebraska, to me, it doesn't change much. I mean, it, they're, they're basically about 1,500 miles to the left, and uh, Rutgers and, and Maryland and Penn State are 1,000 to 1,500 miles to the right. Um, so Nebraska, from a traveling perspective, it doesn't do a whole lot of difference. Um, but it's great for the league, Jake. Um, I, I think when you look at the brands coming in and, and, and what it's going to do for the matchups, and if they're not done yet, I mean, Oregon and Notre Dame end up in the Big Ten too. Um, I mean, it's going to be an awesome spot for Nebraska to be in. And you question if not for oh nine and ten, would Nebraska look like they were back to becoming a top ten team? Would the Big Ten have won in Nebraska at that point? Um, you know, there's a lot of things that come to my mind over expansion over the years, but Nebraska is very fortunate to be in this league now. When you look at the big picture of things, because uh, you know, think if they're still in the Big Twelve, think about how panicked you are right now, Jake, <laughs> on the uh, air yeah, as yeah. a host of a daily yeah. show. If Nebraska is Oklahoma State right now, don't um, be panicky. Uh, you'd be panicky. It'd be, it'd be <laughs> hard to sell um, people on on the future of, of not. Ha- but Nebraska has a seat at the table in one of these two premier leagues, um, and and they're not done. I mean, the FCC and the Big Ten. I think we all can agree are, are going to keep trying to add teams. Uh, Sean, real quick, I know you got to get going. Dylan Rogers is a verbal commitment inside linebacker from Texas. Omarion Miller, a wide receiver, a four-star wide receiver, verbally commits to Nebraska yesterday from the state of Louisiana, turns down LSU. Significance of these gets by Nebraska? You know, both were um, Omarion Miller, I think we thought, was holding out a little longer and you know, I think they said, look, you know, we just got Barry Jackson. We've already got some other receivers. Um, Malachi Coleman's probably, you know, in, in the picture too still, obviously. Um, and, and he went public with it yesterday. So I think it was big for O'Marion Miller that he went public. Dylan Rogers, um, I believe, has kind of been committed um, silently for a while. So they have two inside linebackers. They're done there. I mean, this class, the take is this class is basically done. Um, you know, they're at 13 with probably three or four more kind of live wires out there that they could pull in here still over the next week or two or three weeks. Sean, always good stuff. Thanks for the time. We will chat with you again next week. Thanks, guys. That's Sean Callahan. Okay, so uh, one of our listeners, the Vegas Bobcat, says oh. we're we're going overboard with this screeching narrative that that it's all doom and gloom. Um, so I that's why I wondered if people are thinking that. 
when we're the way we're ta- we're discussing college football. We going overboard well, with doom and gloom. We have definitely been on the doom and gloom angle for okay. sure. Well, he we, thinks we we're are, going we too far. We are opposed to the anarchy that some people want. Well, I think what some people would suggest is this isn't anarchy. Calm down. This is it'll it'll be okay. I mean, if okay to me would be, I guess okay to me is this: Big Ten, sixteen to twenty teams; SEC, sixteen to twenty teams; Big Twelve surviving with with help of the former Pac-12 teams that we're discussing, and and the and, and the ACC surviving. Do they add more than what they have then? Or no? no, the ACC kind of almost staying intact. Mm-hmm. And I don't, but then there's just a, there's a questions in that, right? Like what becomes of those schools that don't survive in a Pac-12? Well, maybe it's as simple as them joining up with the Mountain West. Maybe Stanford does stay independent. Maybe it's just I, Oregon, I, I maybe would, it's Oregon State, yeah. Washington State, Cal going to the Mountain West. The Mountain West is fortified. Doesn't Stanford scream independent? They're not. I mean, I think the Mountain West seems below them. It really does. Them, right? It really there's does. No way. Yeah. If there's any a hoity-toity school out there that's going to go independent and not join the Mountain West, it's Stanford. There's no way they would lower their standards to that. But no how way. how could all those? Can you do that with all those Olympic sports at Stanford? Keep them independent. See, that's possibly. I don't know. That's right. a good question. There's all there's all these questions that Stanford is very proud of its Olympic sport yes, tradition. They are. Swimming, I mean, probably water. I don't know what 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 all they have, but the what do you do with those? Those are those are student athletes that need to be considered in all these Does conversations. Notre Dame have good Olympic sports as well or not? I'm, I'm curious. Yeah, check, but their Olympic sports went there. to the ACC. Yeah, and they compete they in the did, ACC. Yeah, they went to a conference, right? So how, maybe and, there's no way Stanford goes to the Mountain West. <laughs> Could their Olympic sports just compete as Mountain West? Maybe, maybe. Yeah, Even, but that's gonna be beneath them still too because they're already dominating in the Pac-12, which is better than the Big Mountain West. Well, beneath them, yeah, the, beneath them, the Earth is coming apart. Well, you know what? And you need to find some piece of Earth to land on, right? Again, the Vegas Bobcat would say, "Stop it with the end of the world narrative," and we probably got to check ourselves on that, right? Yeah. Thank you. Bring a, bring a Titanic reference, but I'm not going to. That, that, no, sounds little, that sounds a little morbid there. Yeah, it does. It sounds a little morbid. So I think I'll pass on that one. Everything is fine. Yeah, when we come back, we have Song of the Day, and I have some do's and don'ts. A do and a don't for Ireland. Thank you. As our countdown to Ireland continues. Up next on Early Break on the Ticket. Ticket.